All right, power forward. Um, this one's easy for me. Um, Tim Duncan, number Tim one a. all time. Tim A. Five rings. Um, was in the playoffs like 21 years in a row or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's. I'm not. I don't think I'm kidding. I mean, he just. He just. That's what he did. I don't have the stats in front of me, but I'm pretty well, sure. Well, he was, made it like. He, I mean, he made it every year of his career. Yeah, right? and so, I'm pretty sure it was like 21 was, years. Yeah. yeah. No, I, he's just. He's absolutely incredible. Uh, he um, actually just consistent, um, and uh, you know, he never committed a foul in his entire career, which is great, uh, which puts him high on this list. But no, I, I gotta love him. Uh, fantastic uh, has has made that he he made the Spurs franchise um, what greatest franchise player in the history of the NBA. Yep, agreed, agreed. And a long career. And he won titles like what was it like seven Every years apart? Odd year. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, but then it was like seven years after. You know, he won another one. I mean, it's just it's just a great, yeah, yeah. great ninety nine odd three odd five odd seven fourteen. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic career. Final final numbers for his career, 19.3 points per game, 10.9 rebounds, 2.2 blocks, uh, shot over 50% from the floor. The numbers themselves don't blow you away, uh, but the fact that his team was invariably successful, right. he was always on the court, he was always doing the right thing. Think about, this guy wasn't a three-point shooter. The, those clutch three-point shots in overtime... And at the end of regulation in that finals series, I mean, just a stud. Always understood the moment, was never scared of it. And what's weird about him is he's a transitional figure, but it's like he was transitioning back to something because he didn't have modern NBA athleticism. No, no. Yeah, you're right. He had a, a old school low post game. He um, was using the bank shot. Like yep. he was, he was bringing stuff back. This guy's a straight up throwback. Yep. Yep. And he, but he did it did better it than anybody better than... has ever done it. <laughs> and it, he was a joy to watch. And, you know, I, I remember Steve lamb, shout out Steve lamb. One time telling me, yeah, I know he looks slow, but you got to understand he's still faster than anyone you've ever played. <laughs> right. Sure. sure. <laughs> right? And we talk and he's about seven feet tall. We, and we talk about these, um, you know, uh, some of the great basketball minds of all time. Like he's uh, mm. one of those for sure. And, 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 and by all accounts, uh, a fantastic leader um, and, and, you know, helped build a franchise, I, you know, and, and you said, you know, 19, you know, points a game doesn't sound like that much, but I, I, I'm sure that he's in the top 20 of scoring all time and the top 15 of rebounding all time and the top 10 of blocks all time. I mean, they just, I'm sure of those things because it's, uh, he's, he's 14 all-time on points. He's got uh, he's sandwiched in between uh, Paul Pierce and Dominique Wilkins at 13. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, rebounds, I agree. He's definitely top 10. Uh, and he is number six. Rebounds? Yep. Above Carl Malone, whose name you might hear shortly. And just mm. behind Moses Malone. Mm. Nice. A guy who probably won't get the respect that he deserves. <laughs> For sure. All right. So number two, power forwards. And this is going to be me uh, with a little bit of bias. Um, I, oh, you good. know, everybody knows that my um, second favorite pacer of all time is Antonio Davis. Um, because I have an emotional connection to him. Not because he's the second best pacer of all time. Um, I think I can argue that 
this man is the second best power forward, but it's definitely biased by the fact that I love him. Kevin Garnett. Uh, he's got a ring. Thought you didn't like dirty players, man. I know he wasn't always dirty. He just no, he, but he turned into the nut puncher. I that know that was like his superhero. I know, but he was—he just was obsessed with winning, just like Isaiah Thomas. If you're Thomas gonna take and, a dirty player, you take Karl Malone. Uh, we'll see if I get there or not. I'm not taking <laughs> Karl Malone now. I'm not. There's no way I'm doing it. There's no way Karl Malone's number two, and I will keep this pod going until you change your mind. Oh, Karl Malone's really? not number two. You can pick anybody oh, really? else you want. Carmelo is not the second best power forward of all time. Never won a ring. Uh, kind of a douchebag. I'm out. Kind of. Total douchebag. <laughs> but the, so was Kevin Garnett. The, the mail doesn't deliver on Sundays. Oh, yes, it does. Brings Kevin. me Amazon. <laughs> um... No, Kevin Garnett, um, one of my favorite players of all time. We, we, okay. He was one of my favorite players of all time in Minnesota. Okay, and it changed when he went to Boston. Yeah, and lost his mind. Um, he became a defensive force. He was always a defensive force. He was always force. a defensive force. Um, he had a really long... My internet sucks right now. <laughs> um, he had a really long career. He had a, a 20 year career. Um, is that true? 19. Uh, you're talking about Kevin Garnett? Yeah. 21. Carmelo had 19. 21. My goodness. And, and one of my favorite things uh, that he did um, early in his career is that he started averaging um, 20. Uh, 10 and 5 so 20 points 10 rebounds and 5 assists um, and I think the stat was that only 7 guys had ever done that ever in their careers um, and that only one other player had done it twice which was Larry Bird and then he went ahead and did it for I think like 5 years in a row 6 years in a row something like that um, just a unique all around player um, always the average Basically a steal and a half and a block and a half. Just a fantastic defender. He's got um, a regular season MVP. He's got uh, defensive player of the year. Um, I feel like I tell this story often enough that I probably just reinvented it completely. I should probably actually go look it up at some point. Um, but living in Minnesota back in the day, um, Kevin Garnett was far and away the best player that this team had had in the sure. uh, yeah, in the sure. Timberwolves history, obviously for sure. the, the the Lakers Minnesota history. Um, but the GM at the time was not interested in drafting a player out of high school. He wanted somebody NBA ready, somebody who's going to come in and make an impact. They bring in Kevin Garnett uh, for a for a personal workout, and uh, you know his uh, trainer guy says, "Hey, go up and uh, hit the backboard." Kevin Garnett. You know, takes a running start, goes up, hits the top of the backboard, lands, and then from a dead stop, jumps up and hits the top of the backboard. Yeah. And that is how Gavin Garnett ended up getting drafted. Yeah. I mean, that kind of freak athleticism and length, yeah. um, that hadn't been seen before. Yeah. It hadn't. Um, yeah. 
the guy was a really special player and he was tenacious defensively. Um, and just driven as hell. I mean, you, and, and, and eventually that turned him into slightly a crazy person. Um, well, the same can be said of Carl Malone. Sure. But, and, 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 and the, one of the reasons his overall career numbers are only 18, 10, and 4 um, is that he stuck around a long time. I mean, he, um, he went back to Minnesota to retire with them and be a mentor um, his last two years. Uh, you know, I mean, there, there's a lot that I respect about what he did, um, you know, as a basketball player. He just player. wasn't a good scorer. He just wasn't. Like, I mean, not on all all NBA standards. I mean, no, I mean, I mean, you know, I mean, I think his what was his best year? What twenty four points yeah. per game? I mean, Carmelone over the course of his career averaged twenty five. Yeah, but he also had fourteen rebounds a game that year. <laughs> he was just a he, and and, and, well, and but over the course of their careers, Carmelone averaged more rebounds per game. Yeah, fair enough. And granted, Kevin Garnett played two more years, but. I mean, and, and 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 those two years definitely hurt his. I mean, he he his last two years he averaged seven point six and then three point two. Um, I mean, he was just a spot guy off the bench. He was a mentor in the locker room. Um, yeah, but Carl Malone was older when he played his two years than Kevin Garnett was. Yeah, because Kevin Garnett came out of high school. I mean, I I get it, I get all that, but the fact of the matter is, Carl Malone his stats are just better. Sure, um, but. Um, Kevin Garnett was a better defender. And and Carl Malone was way, way better offensively in an age when scoring mattered. Um, Garnett's like got a... Like, way better. Way Garnett, better. Garnett's got a ring. Yeah, as the third best player. <laughs> That's sure. not true. He was not the third best player at that point. Uh, Ray Allen might have been... Uh, I don't know. That's a fucking... It's a toss-up. <clears throat> All right. Well, I I'm, he hit Car- a guy in the nuts, man. Carmelone is not getting on my list at number two, so you can pick somebody else. That's fine. How about Dirk Nowitzki, the number two? No, God, no. Barkley, no? maybe. You think Barkley's better than Dirk Nowitzki? Yes, unequivocally. Dirk Nowitzki's been playing for twenty-one years. I'm talking. You know, there are things that 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 get you somewhere, and longevity is one of those things. Consistency is one of those things, and 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 rings get you some and and some you know um, he, Dirk's got a ring and Barkley doesn't. I, I hate to throw that in Barkley's face yet again, but um, I'm throwing it in Carl Malone's face and don't. Feel Dirk bad, has so. one garbage ring. It was not garbage. He went up against LeBron James, and Dwayne Wade, and he won it pretty much by himself. He's got one garbage ring. <laughs> it's not garbage. Look. Charles Barkley, 22, almost 12, a steal and a half a game, shot 54% over the course of his career, and a guy was like 5'6". No, okay, okay, no, fair enough. The man literally was 6'4". Right? 6'3". Didn't, doesn't, uh, what's, uh, Kenny, uh, Kenny Smith is always, they always stand next to each other, and Barkley's smaller than Kenny the Jet Smith. Was he the Jet? Yeah. Did it make that up? He was. That's correct. So, so, so yeah, like he might have been like six two, and he played power forward, and they called him the round man of rebound, um, unstoppable force in the open court. Um, Another fast lama jamma guy, I believe. And um, probably should have won a ring in Phoenix, and probably in Philly um, when he was 
wasn't he with Dr. J and Moses Malone in Philly? Um, and then went to Phoenix, and that team was fantastic in '93. Yeah, he was very they, young, though. I mean, he yeah, he caught the the tail end of their careers there. Right, but uh, that great team in Phoenix. But they ran into Jordan. Um, I, you know, uh, really, uh, and I, and also, not only was he an amazing rebounder, um, scorer, especially for his size, it's unbelievable. I mean, you can you think about a guy that's you know the height of Steph Curry getting 14 rebounds a game, you know, I mean, that's just outrageous. Like that doesn't make sense. He owned the paint in a way that no one had ever seen. I agree. I agree. And also could rebound and run a fast break in a way that nobody saw in big men in that, in in that era, you know, now LeBron does it all the time, but douchebag. Right. And part of his uh, charm, uh, you know, his, uh, his TNT personality and, and the stuff he's done politically and all that stuff is, is, helps me like him more but i can't say i mean his his career was fairly short if i remember what 13 seasons um uh, charles barkley played from 84 to 2000 oh so longer than i thought yep he's an 11 time all-star 11 time all-nba so that's not nothing no um garnett is a 15 time all-star and a nine time all-nba And he's got a ring. Just yeah. saying. Right, but Charles' stats are actually better. He's got 22 points a game, 11.7 rebounds a game, a steal and a half a game, and shot 54% from the floor. His numbers are much, much, much better. Sure, but not on a career, right? I mean, we're also talking about longevity, Yeah, no, right? on his career. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 but I'm saying, I'm saying his career numbers aren't going to be as good. You're saying totals? Yes, totals. Oh. Yeah, he's got way more points. Right. And rebounding, uh, no, he's not going to win that. But, I mean, are you going to sit here and tell me that Kevin Garnett's just a better rebounder than Charles Barkley? Is that the argument? Is that no. where we're at? No, I'm not I'm not saying he's a better rebounder. <laughs> so he's got way less points. We're saying that they're basically equal at rebounding. Of course Kevin Garnett's the better defender. But of the two, I would take Charles Barkley all day. Charles Barkley didn't like really care about keeping himself in shape. He didn't take. The, he's the prince of pizza. He was the round mound of rebound. I mean, yeah, it worked for him. Do I need to read the stats again? I mean, <laughs> these aren't Hall of Fame stats. These are like greatest of all time. These are goat. I mean, greatest at your position all time stats. These are amazing stats. Yeah. All right, so all we all we've decided is that Tim Duncan is the greatest power forward of all time, and then we're arguing over Kevin Garnett, Carl Malone, Barkley, and I'm throwing in Dirk, and you don't even want to hear Dirk. Dirk's just not even a power forward. He's a three. He played power forward his entire career. I know, and it was silly because he can't rebound. <laughs> right? He's slow. Like I don't know. I just look. He's a great shooter, but that's all that he is he can't defend anybody he can't lead a team not really like what does dirk do Hmm. like i'd rather have kevin McHale. okay uh what about a bob pettit i'm not opposed to bob pettit but i do have well i think i I think i've got McHale higher but i'm not opposed to him i'm not opposed to him so McHale, 
18 points a game, 7.3 rebounds, 1.7 blocks, 50, 55% from the floor and three championships. Also, the league's arguably the league's greatest enforcer. Um, I thought McHale was one of the better low post players on the block in the history yeah. of the game. Concur. Uh, apparently, though, Bob Pettit just wins. Uh, 26, 16, and 3. He only shot 43% and only won one championship in 58, but um, my God, 26 and 16. He's got two MVPs. 11-time All-Star, 11-time MVP, and a Roy. He's basically, he's got all the accolades that... Uh, his his uh, Hawks went to uh, four titles, even though they only won one, so that matters. Uh, he was also the first... Uh, player in NBA history to ever get 20,000 points and 10,000 rebounds. Tim Duncan, for sure. Okay, so Pettit's on this list for sure. Well, uh, Tim Duncan, we can agree on. Yep. Um, And so that leaves us with KG, Nowitzki, Malone, Barkley, and Pettit, right? Yeah, I think that's all there is. I don't think there's anybody else on the list. You said McHale. but I mean, the reason I mean I, I feel like McHale's a Again, solid. I hate McHale. I hate McHale, but he's the greatest enforcer in the history of basketball, and that's an important thing. Okay, so I'll give you KG at three or at two. Rather. At two, yay! Um, but in exchange, Malone at three. Uh, yeah, Carl Malone's definitely three. Okay, and then I'm gonna take Barkley at four. Okay, can we put Pettit at five then? Yep. Dirk's and then we're at leaving six. Dirk off at six. six. Okay. All right. Dirk's that weird thing where it's like he changed the position, but kind of not really. Because in as much as he changed the shooting part, like he forgot all the other stuff. <laughs> right. You know? Sure. And, and, and really, forward, it's if, if, if he, he had forgot the power part of forward. But if he had stopped playing three years ago and also he'd not won that ring. I mean, we don't even, he's not even a guy we even think of, right? Yeah, like not his, even marginally, right? Right. So we, we'd maybe talk about him as one of the great foreign players of all time or something like that. Oh, you know? yes. Yeah. Absolutely. He'd go on he's a list with... the best foreign-born player of all time. Yeah, he'd go on a list with Arvita uh, Sabonis and, and Ginobili and yeah, Parker. Right, but he played his whole career here, right? And yeah. He was, it was yeah. long and productive and important. And, sure. But but his I think his longevity and that ring put him in that top five for me. But I'm willing to admit that... You're right. He didn't do any of the other things that these other players did. So yeah. put him at six. And I mean, really, um, if he'd have been on the Spurs instead of the Dallas Mavericks, like maybe it's a different story for Dirk. You know, maybe he is one of these great role players of all time. But the reality that Tim Duncan was doing it contemporaneously makes you look bad, right? Sure, sure. <laughs> well, and let's, you know, but I mean, I don't think it's, it's, I don't think it's a bad career to be the sixth best power forward of all time. We're not we're, we're not shitting on Dirk for his family. <laughs> Versberg, Germany is crying into their we're, napkins right now. Um, but you should tweet at us if you disagree, um, particularly um, if you're from Germany. Tweet it, Harper, because I don't want to mess with that. Shout out, Versberg. <laughs> Y'all rock. All right. So and finally. Now, and now, finally, for what used to be the most important position in NBA basketball, and now it doesn't matter a lick. It doesn't matter at all. Nobody has centers. You just win titles without centers now. But Left weirdly, right. the hardest position of all of these. Really? Because for so long, it was dominated by centers. Yes. There's a oh, lot of names here, well, man. I, I would say that probably 
there are eight centers in the top 20 of all time, uh, top 20 players of all time. Like, so that's, yeah, yeah, that's, that's disproportionate. Yes, it is definitely disproportionate. I think this is the most stacked class for me. It shook out pretty easily, but it is, you're right. It is the most stacked class. The, the most, I mean, in, in Wilt Chamberlain, you have the most outlandishly good relative to competition player ever. He's not the greatest player ever. But in his time, he scored 100 he points in a game. Most, yeah, he's 100 points in a game. He averaged for a season like 40 rebounds or something. Like, we yeah. don't even oh, know. Fi- what no, this it was guy. 50, 50 rebounds in a season. 50. My bad, Colson. Well, actually, maybe it was 50 points. That's what it was. It was 50 points and 40 rebounds. I think you're right. Or 30 rebounds. Like, I don't I, even the, know what it was. He also did, like, it's outlandish. He also led the league in assists one year just because he could with, like, 11. Just because he could. Yeah. You've got the greatest scorer in all time in Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. You've got the greatest winner in all time in Bill Russell, who won as a player coach and then just a coach, and right. you know was the was the emotional leader of all those all those teams. To say nothing of Shaquille O'Neal, David Robinson, Moses Malone, Hakeem Olajuwon, Patrick Ewing, Dikembe Mutombo, uh, George Mikan, Alonzo Mourning. Sure, I mean there's there are names for days. Sure. But uh, it's hard to channel your like 1960s basketball fanness, right? Right. To stack these guys up, I for me, I I, I broke it down thusly. Um, <laughs> I I that tried just got me right off the bat. <laughs> thus, thusly, all right, Elson. I tried to uh, decide uh, within these things on all these for sure, but in this one, it seemed pretty clear to me that I put winning first then longevity and then how the how it shaped the game kind of in that order right so for me bill russell is the greatest winner of all time he won 11 rings in 13 years um he also when you talk about transitional figure a man who understood um that um the team was more important than your own stats he wasn't really interested in scoring. He did everything else. Uh, we've talked before about how they didn't take, uh, they didn't record blocks when he was playing, uh, but everybody says he blocked everything that went up at all times. Um, so he could be the leader in blocks all time. We just don't know it. He's, uh, I believe, the uh, top five in rebounds of all time, but his per game is number two behind Wilt. Is he? Um, he's two all time uh, anyway. I just think that, that that kind of winning culture matters. You agree with me, right? <laughs> I mean, of course I do. Uh, I mean, he's... I have him as the greatest defensive player in the history of basketball. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you know how many rebounds per game he averaged over the course of his career? I'm thinking you it's like 20, 22.9. Uh, well, I had it at 22.5, but, you know, I'll, I'll go ahead and give it to you. Even though you went over, so... You know, Price is Right style, you lost. I did lose. But, uh, only 15 points a game, but also had four assists. Um, yeah. And, I mean, the man won 11 championships. Yep, yep. And also, nothing. you talk about the player-coach thing all the time, and you're right. That's insane. He won two rings being the coach slash player. Yeah, because yeah. he was staying ahead of the... The NBA was changing at the time. People were trying to figure out how to catch up to these guys. And he was a smart enough player and coach to stay ahead of the curve as the game changed around him. He deserves tons of credit. He's the most underrated basketball player in NBA history. And 
No one. No one has him as the best center of all time, let alone the greatest player of all time except us. And it's a travesty. Bill Russell's the greatest. Love but it. you don't you don't have him as the you do have him as the best center, but you're saying people in general don't. You're saying people yes, say I'm saying goals. yes, I'm saying other lists do not have it. I've looked around. Like it's yeah. always Kareem and then it's and then it's Wilt and yeah. then it's Bill. But guess why Wilt doesn't have champ doesn't have more championships? Right. It's because of Bill Russell. That's why. That's exactly why. Because every year he went up against Bill Russell and every year he lost. Um, Wilt has, yeah, all the, um, all the stats for sure. And he changed the game. They had to change the court because of him. They had to change the rules because of him. And so that's why, why is Kareem better? Like, I understand that he did it for a long time and did it well. But why do you have Kareem above Wilt? So for me, if you can go ahead and be an unguardable, unguardable force down low mm-hmm. for 21 years, you basically got the same. So Lou Alcindor was his name when he entered the league. You know, uh, he gets a ring with Oscar Robertson in Milwaukee, and then he goes to LA and becomes the elder statesman with Magic. You're essentially getting the same stats, like 15 years apart. Um, the man's got six rings, I believe, or is it seven? Uh, six. Six. So he's got six rings. Some of them with magic. So five with magic, one with Oscar Robertson. He also has, um, he's got the most points in the history of the NBA. Um, he had the most unguardable shot in the history of the NBA, the, the sky hook and the low post. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think that when you're, when you're thinking, so if you were going to draft a team, right? Do you want Wilt Chamberlain's dominance for, 12 years or do you want the consistency dominance for 21 years and for me it's it's kareem that's what i'm i'm picking over will i think so career stats uh kareem 20 just over i mean 24 and a half points a game he just did it for ever ever still 11 over 11 rebounds per game 2.6 blocks per game shot almost 56 percent for his career i mean just outstanding stuff however Will Chamberlain, for his career, between 59 and 74. It's not a short career. So was that, that's 15 years? 15 16, years. 15 years, okay. 30 points a game. 23, just shy of 23 rebounds a game. Okay. <laughs> 4.4 assists a game. And still shot 54%. I mean, we can make the argument about who's the better teammate or what have you. But I, unless you know exactly where your number two pick is on a franchise all-time, I mean, you have to pick Wilt. No one has been more dominant in NBA history than, than Wilt Chamberlain. There's just, he's the most dominant player that ever played the game. <clears throat> so if, if we, you know, it's really hard to span eras, right? So mm-hmm. it's hard to say, uh, Bill Russell, what would his impact with his size and skill, you know, his athleticism be in today's game? You know, would he be Clint Capella? You know, I mean, my argument would be that he was better because he's smarter and got more will. No, he's more like, I mean, he's winning. Kevin Garnett, right? Okay. 
But I mean, but he was Will only Chamberlain's six nine flipping or whatever. Right? <laughs> right, but in today's league, he wouldn't be right. I mean, he's seven feet tall. It's not. But at the time, at the time, he was. yes, he was playing with six three white guys. He was. A I mean, if we're gonna start importing time zones here, then. Yeah, Dr. J is not that great either. Guess what? He's going to get shut down too. Well, no, no, no. But what I'm saying is that I'm not trying to say that he's not great. What I'm saying is that it's hard to it's hard to to figure out what these things mean as far as eras played in. He was definitely the most dominant basketball player of his era. And yet, oh, of all time, period. Well, no, and yet he lost to Bill Russell every time. That's because Bill Russell took away the 30 points per game, 23 rebounds per game. Yeah, because he's awesome. Yeah, because he's super awesome. Because he's the best center of all time. Yes. But on a night-in, night-out basis, 30 points per game and 23 rebounds. I mean, I don't know how you argue that that's not the most dominant. I mean, there's no kind of argument that that's the most. I mean, he was bigger, stronger, faster, and better than everyone else. He just was. Yeah. All right. All right, I'll take Wilde at two, but I got to have Kareem at three. No argument. Okay, fair enough. Shaq. Uh, you got Shaq at four? Talk to me about Shaq, baby. Well, so we, we, we just, you know, one of the things I said was longevity uh, and then also the way that uh, you changed the game. Uh, Shaq uh, changed the game. I mean, we had to change rules just like they did. We had to change the court just like they did for Will. We had to change the damn backboards. Yeah, we had exactly. to keep extra hoops on exactly. the court. Exactly. Because he was just ripping them off the pylons, man. Yep. The guy's yep. insane. Yeah. It's insane. Um, I I think he is one of the most dominant forces in the history of the league. He's got... I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> that was pretty good. That's pretty good. Uh, he's got three rings. Oh, four rings. He's got one with Miami, three yes, with LA. Correct, yeah. You ever forget about the D Wade 40 right. free throw wing? Or, D, or D, D Wade doesn't forget about that one. No, he doesn't. Um, but yeah, I, I um, the only thing I would say about Shaq is that I felt like he left a little bit on the table because oh, I didn't, yeah. he didn't take it that seriously. He never really came in in shape Charles Barkley this Charles Barkley syndrome right? yeah he never really you always talked I remember you know at the time you talked about how smart he was at low post passing and I'd be like no he's not he's a big dumb guy and then I'd watch him and he wasn't his footwork for feet that size that were you know what he had 17 size shoes or whatever it was is absolutely incredible there's but, nobody I mean, he that, was adding those was things, his though. size I mean, that's the thing he he was adding those things he really was like he did care about the game Oh, no, I don't think that he didn't care about basketball. I just don't think that he took it as seriously. He didn't compete the way that a um, Kevin Garnett did or a LeBron James did. I think there's a difference between learning stuff about the game and taking care of your body. Right. Okay. And I think that that's something that's really changed in the past 20 years in our generation. Kind of, I mean, we don't relate to very well because. The athletes that we see, like nutrition has changed so much. Like sure. these guys were allowed to eat KFC four times a week. They didn't wake her. Right. Um right. and Shaq and Charles Barkley, they were like, Well, hey, I'm super talented. I'm gonna learn some new stuff, but I'm doing what I wanna do. LeBron has never been like that, right? He he's got the I've gotta add something and I have to take care of my body thing. And Shaq and Charles Barkley didn't have that. Well, yeah, I mean you think about um you know, we we talked about Kevin McHale, right? 
um, mm-hmm. as, as, as potentially one of the top power forwards of all time. And like that dude didn't have workout regiments. He Gary like, Payton, he that drank guy was beer and Big smoked Max cigarettes in ga- between. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Vlade <laughs> Divac. I mean, exactly. this was, this was rampant in the NBA guys would get <laughs> drunk and go play basketball. Exactly. So, so yeah, it's a different era. And yeah, uh, at least Shaq wasn't drunk. You're <laughs> 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 right. <laughs> That's the name of the pod. <laughs> um, so I, I, Shaq is definitely on my top five, mm-hmm. um, but I'm I going know to, who's in front of him. You know my favorite. I know one of my favorite players of all time, and 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 if it weren't for Bill Russell, I'd probably argue him being the the greatest center of all time. Hakeem, the Dream, Elijah one. Yep. Um, I grew up, this was the era of me growing up and watching basketball. And I have, you know, outside of Reggie hitting those crazy shots in clutch moments that that blew my mind, I don't think I've watched anything that has enchanted me as much um, before or since, um, which was Hakeem Olajuwon. The dream shake, the, the stuff he did in the post. I remember watching his 70-point game or whatever it was. It wasn't 70, but it was like, Maybe did he have a seventy point game? It was something really close to that. He just I, maybe it was a playoff game where he scored like fifty or something. And I thought this man will never miss. It doesn't matter. You can't guard him. <laughs> um, he was. I mean, when you think about the kind of player that can score at will, rebound everything that comes off the glass, um, block every shot. I mean, he he averaged four point six blocks in a season one year his his for the career it was 3.1 um and that's after like the last three or four years where he wasn't really blocking shots um he was always over a steal a game you're talking about one of the best defensive forces in in the history of the game um and also just could score at will i mean his his overall averages go down low because he stuck around the game probably past his prime he ends up with 22 a game, um, 11 rebounds, 2.5 assists, 1.7 steals, and 3.1 blocks. But he came in as a rookie scoring 20 points a game. He was 20 and 12. And at his peak, he was scoring 28 a game. I mean, it's just he was absolutely unstoppable. He's got two rings. Um, The guy was had like never played basketball before when they found him in Africa. He was like playing soccer and they're like, Hey, you want to, you're tall. You want to play some basketball? Um, and to do what he did. Um, I just think he's absolutely incredible. I think he needs to be above Shaq at four. Cause he's a guy that he had a nice long career. Like I said, he's probably stuck around too long, but he played for 16, 17 years. Um, I got him above Shaq. It, it's actually funny that you said that because I was, I was about to, to, to rip off the list of honorable mentions and I was going to brag that I got you to Hakeem at five because that's where most people have him. But mm. I assumed that you would have him at like number two. So I was <laughs> no. like, getting you to rational. And so your push for four, I will take it. I'll okay. concede it. All He's right. at four. Nice. And like, for the record, I don't agree. I think Shaq was a better player. But Hakeem, I, look, it's hard to say a bad thing about the guy. And at the risk of being like, um, well, whatever. I in this same conversation we have to talk about Dikembe Mutombo, 
one of the greatest players and one of the greatest ambassadors for the game and one of the great, greatest ambassadors back to Africa. Again, a guy who wasn't playing basketball. Like these guys have similar stories on a certain level. Sure. And they both had these amazing skill sets and great NBA careers and they took that home. Like Dikim Matumbo's a damn doctor. Like yeah. it's nuts. Yeah. Like that guy is awesome. So, you know, it's probably unfair for me to just tie them together. Um, you know, it's probably glib of me. Um, sure. But they are two of my favorite basketball players of all time. I love them both. Again, just ambassadorship, right? Sure. Bringing basketball to the world and bringing wealth and health to their communities. Yeah. No one has done it better. And they both deserve, um, you know, one and Shouts two all time out. in NBA history <laughs> for doing that. So, yeah, for sure. That. Yeah. Uh, to, to add, uh, you know, other people who might have made this list, uh, if Colson and I weren't arguing, um, <laughs> Moses Malone. I love Moses Malone. I want him on this list. Player. It's just so. It's oh, man, it's such it's a good centers. list. It's hard, man. Yeah. I'm telling you, Moses you Malone leave people is, off that you care about. Ah, one of the, you know, yes, he wasn't doing Russell and Wilt level rebounding, but he's right behind them but 12 a game in the modern yeah. era i mean yeah. that's not nothing man yeah so um to wrap up here pacer fans uh at power forward i don't think we did did we do the wrap up of power forward yes okay good um, i'm confident that we did but you might want to put it on wax just in case uh so it looks like we have um power forward uh duncan kevin garnett Carl Malone, uh, Barkley and Pettit. Was that the order? All right. Um, and then for center, we've got Bill Russell at number one, the best center of all time. Number two, Wilt Chamberlain. Um, there might be a fist fight later, but we'll, we'll go ahead with, with Wilt. Uh, number three, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Number four, Hakeem, Elijah Wan. And number five, Shaquille O'Neal. With honorable mention to... Dikembe Mutombo and Moses Malone and George Mikan. I love the NBA. Yeah, it's pretty great. It's pretty great. Um, if if anyone's still listening, God bless you. <laughs> and um, look forward to next week when we uh, do our schedule pod. We're at Undebutables on Twitters, theundebutables.com. You can review our show anywhere. You guys are smart. You know how to do that. That's right. It's the internet. Just Google it. And I'm not sure if we even actually have t-shirts, but I don't know if I don't say t-shirts, Colson won't sing. That's right. We still have schmediums, I think. <laughs> we got some. We got schmediums. <laughs> For a once and always coach, Bobby Sick Leonard. Turn out the lights. The party is over. I don't know what you're talking about.